Hey, what's going on? You're listening to the Nighttime Show podcast. It is I, Stephen Kramer Glickman, with me here as always, Matt Walker. Mm-hmm. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. So the, uh, th- this is a fun interview. This is uh, from the live show, mm-hmm. uh, the Hollywood Improv, where we interviewed Mr. Stephen Weber. Awesome. So cool. He's like the coolest dude he shows that uh, whatever he's doing, everyone should do. Because, like, I don't know how old he is, but he's got to be in his late 50s, oh, yeah. early 60s. Looks terrific. He looks, he's so handsome. He can still be a leading man. Everyone wants to bang Steven Weber. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> it is a true and uh, you're, remarkable You're sitting thing. there just making Gaga eyes at him the whole time. I am. I was. Yeah. He's a wonderful guy. Um, so funny. He's got great stories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so please uh, listen to this uh, episode of the show uh, of, of, of uh, us chatting with Mr. Steven Weber from Wings and all sorts of wonderful Dr- Dracula dead and loving it. So great. So cool. All right. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, our next guest starred on the TV show Wings, and you can currently see him on Mom on CBS and on Ballers on HBO. Put your hands together for Steven Weber. Sorry, sorry, Steven. So sorry. There he is, Steven Weber. God, Beefcake. This He's panel this, just got a lot more handsome. It's a very sexy man right here. Give him a big round of applause. Are you fucking kidding me? Thank you very much. I You're imagine a, just by showing up, you made one of our staff's night. Cora, Cora back there. Oh, right. don't ruin it for Cora. Wrote, who Thanks campaigned a lot, very Mike. hard to have you on the She's show. She's a even. big fan. <laughs> Thanks, Cora. <laughs> She's re- she really is. We love Cora. Very happy to be here. Cora, I'm tired. Come, I'm Cora, tired. Come up I'm here a middle-aged man. You? I'm asleep now. Yeah. You wanna, <laughs> would you like a pin? Would you like a pin? No, I wouldn't. All right. Real nice. <laughs> He's too tired for a pin. Here, take Pins are exhausting. Take a nighttime. Take it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like All it or right. not. Here you go. Take it. What is this? That's yeah. the nighttime show pin. It's glow in the dark. Okay. So <laughs> Just... <laughs> just it's the best right, response let's go. to glow in the dark uh, I've ever heard. Let's um, go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> on, let's go, guys. Steven hey. fucking Weber. Really? This guy. You're on TV. What are you on? Like five fucking shows right now? I gotta gotta work. I got. You're uh, on Ballers on I'm HBO. Ballers, right, ballers. Currently on Ballers. And The Rock is here tonight. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. I'm kidding. He's not here. He's. He's you know he's making money. Yeah, he's <laughs> making money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he, like right, he's probably he's asleep now because he's gonna get up at four o'clock a.m. and he doesn't work out. He doesn't do the workout that I do with the elliptical. You know, <laughs> like he puts chains on for an hour and then he moves. And I'm not kidding. I asked him about this and he moves. You know, like tractor tires, two hours and then he shows up at work. Knows all his lines for six hours or whatever. And then he goes to his office and does his branding. And then he does his movies. 
When do you get laid? At what point? Yeah. <laughs> it's do just, you it happens. Have time? It's like, it's just, he's constantly getting laid, like spontaneously <laughs> laid. Oh, spontaneously. He's <laughs> just getting laid. Through his pores. Women just, just run. That's while right. he's chained up, they run up. They do while he's in the Uber on the way to the thing. That's yeah, he what's takes happening. an Uber. He takes an Uber. He takes an Uber. This podcast is sponsored by Uber. <laughs> Uber. Don't want to get raped? Take Lyft. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow. What the hell? You might I'm have just lost our sponsorship. Back. Take your goddamn <laughs> pin back. Ruining. I'm getting us fired. Wow. From different. Well, places. this has been a lovely podcast. It's been We're really fun. It as long as it did. Let's talk about. Uh, yeah. uh, let's let's Holy talk about shit. this. Uh, God, what are we doing? This is awful. I'm so sorry. How could you embarrass Cora like this? I'm uh, so sorry, Cora. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, let's. Okay, hang on. We got. Wait, first of all. Wings. Can yeah. we talk about wings, what? please? Yeah. Wings. Massive fucking show. Huge, big, giant show. Did you know okay. at the time that everyone on that show was going to get nominated for an Oscar at some point? Uh, what? Mostly. Well, actually, yeah. one one, one uh, Wings uh, alum was uh, nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Thomas Satan yeah. Church. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's right. I was uh, nominated for a Jewish Image Award. <laughs> and uh, Tim Similar. Daly. Similar. The same thing. Tim Tim Daly very was, close, uh, these two things. Yeah, very close. Tim Daly was the most handsome man in North America for <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> you worked with Tony Shalhoub. Great Tony guy. Tony Shalhoub, great guy. Great actor. He's on the, uh, the Mrs. Maisel show. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And Monk. I worked with him on Monk. I was uh this is a true story. I was yeah. in the art department uh-huh. on Monk before I got any uh, real acting gigs. I just worked in the in the art in the print shop. I worked in the print shop at Paramount. But doing what? Printing like what? printing like 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 mm-hmm. artwork for the show to hang up on walls and oh, shit like like Generic a shitty artwork, yeah. like it just worked in the props in the art department, right? right? And um, right. and one day, and I got fired. I he was got a fired. producer's cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I got fired because I was standing in line for lunch, and lunch was chicken, biscuits, gravy, and potato wedges in a basket. Yeah, and the guy uh, from Silence of the Lambs was. Was Anthony Hopkins. Ted Levine. Ted Levine, Ted Levine, who played uh, Buffalo Bill. That's he was right. standing in front of me. Do the penis tuck, Steve. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I t- I turned to him. In he the- is. They told us at, on day one, do not say anything oh, yeah, about yeah, right. right. Sounds of the Lambs. Whatever you do, do not mention Sounds of the Lambs to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was standing, I was standing next to him, and I said, uh, I said, hey, uh, are you gonna get, are you gonna get the the lunch? And he said, uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get the lunch. <laughs> and I said, uh, when you when you get it. <laughs> Where are you gonna put it? <laughs> <laughs> and you were fine. And he said, "Well, I'm gonna take the chicken and the biscuits. I'm gonna put it in the basket." <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! Really? You goddamn son of a bitch! Oh, and I got fired. That was my last day. That's funny. Fired. Ted Levine had me fucking fired for that. <laughs> Worth it. But I was, I was warned too. I was. That is I the right answer. God. What? I was warned not to mention it. In <laughs> really? I swear to God. Because Holy I was shit. such a huge fan. And when you think about it, look, uh, you know, uh, uh, Anthony Hopkins is legendary and it's yeah. amazing. And if it weren't for Anthony Hopkins, Ted Levine's performance in that movie would have been uh, incredibly yeah. famous. Yeah. He's brilliant in that movie. 
And he's still brilliant, but he was still <laughs> eclipsed by Anthony yeah. Hopkins, right? Yeah. But, you know but that, I was warned. Yeah. Don't mention. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, Anthony Hopkins was dating Martha Stewart when he was making that movie. They were a couple, a serious couple. Really? She came with him to the premiere, right. and on the drive home, Martha Stewart turned to Anthony Hopkins and went, we're over. We're done. We can't. <laughs> I can't. Not after. I can't after seeing that. And he was like, "I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I'm doing a great." And she was like, "No, no, no. I can't even look at you anymore." And she packed up her shit and got the fuck out. She was like, "I'm not. That guy's gonna eat my face while we're in bed." Like she was right. terrified of him. That's right. Um, you worked and then on. She went to prison. Yes, she did. Um, you worked on one of uh, a, a bunch of different really amazing stuff. One thing uh, that I'm a big, I'm a fan of, uh, Sour Grapes. You were in Sour Sour Grapes, which is Larry David wrote and directed this movie. We got a po- we got the poster somewhere. There it is, there it is. Oh, yeah, Sour Grapes. Yeah, I'm going like what? Huh? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> this is a movie that I'm in that nobody will ever hear about. What? Okay, so this movie was uh, uh, Larry David's. Uh, I think his first movie that he wrote and directed. Yeah, it is his first. And it's a funny goddamn movie. The problem is that uh, it came out, uh, it was about to uh, premiere the same time as, I think, the Seinfeld uh, finale or something like that. And and also Castle Rock, which was, it's a fascinating story. Mm -hmm. Castle Rock, which was the, the studio, also had another movie called My Giant, which yeah. had Billy Crystal, Billy Crystal in. Yeah. And George was like, son. two guys who you really don't know who the fuck they are in a movie. <laughs> and Billy Crystal, my giant. Let's go with my giant. So they went with my giant. Nobody knows who my giant was. But this yeah. is a funny movie. It's cult. It's got a cult following. It was very oh, funny. Oh, come on. Let's just No, I just... I know. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> I can't take Stop. this anymore. <laughs> uh, Click. Uh, tell, yeah. tell the uh, tell the Ted Levine story again. All right, I'll tell this. So I was working on this. Okay. No, don't tell it. Um, you, what? you did have one of my favorite movie deaths of all time in Single White Female. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. So fucking great. There's, where there's a stiletto in your eyeball. That's right. I was uh, I was enjoying mouth love. Yes. And yeah, uh, and uh, even though I knew that it wasn't from the person I was supposed to be receiving mouth love from. Yeah, sure. And uh, so I let mouth love. Finish. We've all been there. Uh, We've and all been there. Uh, when I protested, uh, she killed me with a heel in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so fucking great. Oh, well. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, uh, you, you, uh, you are a theater uh, actor. I, I, love, I love the theater, yeah. Um, I, uh, I know for a fact that at some point you did the producers. Yes, I I, uh, I was on the I was in the producers on Broadway. Uh, oh my I took god! Over from Matthew, <laughs> yeah, that's thanks. fucking amazing. Thanks. That's fucking amazing. That's a These big are all deal. Such lovely people here. What are you doing here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> you could be seeing Avengers. You could be seeing. Oh, I saw it this morning at eight thirty a.m. Nerd that I am. Oh yeah, all by myself. Don't spoil. And when do you hear what happens? Oh my god! The Val Kilmer Batman <laughs> right. kicks Thanos' ass. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Crazy crossover. I, I went. Popeye uh, kills Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I went to go see it with a girl who doesn't know anything about superhero right. movies, <laughs> and then I, I I left. I said I gotta run and pee real quick. Just watch. Just walk, keep watching the movie. And I ran out, and then I peed real quick, and I came back, and there was like a very complex scene happening. Yeah. And so I just. I, instead of going back to the chair, I just like watched from the corner, right. and then I go over to sit with her, and I go, uh, I go, hey, what happened? <laughs> and she goes, uh, 
oh my god that robot girl she was like fighting or whatever the elf or something uh-huh. and then what happened was is then it Captain like, Crunch and the Hamburglar showed up <laughs> right <laughs> and like E.T. was there it was like take me, take me home y'all it was like oh my god I don't know what is happening no, <laughs> is your girlfriend from a trailer park in like uh, in the hills have eyes <laughs> holy shit uh, it's not my girlfriend, okay. oh, but uh, oh, no, it's just a friend. Oh. Just a friend. Just a friend. Oh, okay. It's a weird make a wish sort Look, of. Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was. It was a make a wish. It was my wish. It was my wish. I hope that he gets to take me to see the Avenger movies. It's the Avengers, right? Was she dying of dementia? Lord. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you're so good. It's so funny. Um, we, you sing so much, and you. I saw you sing uh, the uh, the producers. <laughs> so I saw much. you sing the producers <laughs> on... Uh, I saw you sing the producers, though, on um, the Macy's Day Parade. Oh yeah, and you were right. fucking amazing. Thanks. And then I, I saw you sing Queen... At some point in oh, a in a in okay. a movie, I did another uh, widely unseen movie called uh, "Late Last <laughs> Night" with uh, Emilio Estevez, and it was uh, made in 1990. Yeah, Emilio's Emilio! here with the Rock. <laughs> he's not. He's not here. He's not here. And and I sang in Freddie Mercury's key. I sang uh, "Somebody to Love." No I way! Sang wow. The fuck wow. out of it. That's right. I did. Do you still sing? Do you sing? I do often? sing. I do sing. I do a lot of benefits. No, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Maybe later. Uh, no. If I, I like, if I had lyrics for a song that you did, like from the producers, would you sing like a little? And we had like it keyed up well, or whatever. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I've had four. I've had five glasses of champagne. Yeah, that's it's eleven not. o'clock at night. Yeah, I'm gonna sing. Yeah, totally. That sounds like a great no. idea. No, but it, uh, well, I do sing, and uh, I actually, my mom was a uh, nightclub singer in the '50s. She was a copa girl. That's oh where wow! I get my chops from wow, yeah. And uh, you know, I sing. I sing. What are we gonna do? Yeah, you're a talent. You're a talent, man. Um, one of my, uh, you know, you're in. Uh, you're also on this show, Mom, which is a fucking huge show. Are you still on the show? Um, I, I don't think I'm on Mom because my character <laughs> left. Uh, left uh, uh, Anna Faris's character, but now, but I've been doing. Uh, I'm on this show called Get Shorty, which is in. Its oh yeah. About oh, to start yeah. its third season with. Oh uh, cool. Uh, Ray Romano, and uh, it's a great show. It was on Epics, which nobody saw, nobody could find because it was bundled into your, you know, your TV, uh, blah blah blah. Sure. And, but it's on Netflix now, so that's good. And yeah, uh, yeah. So it's funny I mean, how that brings like all new life to a to a show. Well, it's crazy, but it does. It does bring new life to a show. But at the same time, the uh, the way, the viewership, the kind of viewership has changed from when I say I did Wings, when people still. Uh, you know, sat down as a family and watched the 8.30 show and all that stuff. Yeah. Now yeah. you can watch it on, you know, your, your thumbnail. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and so it's hard to find. It's hard to find certain shows which are great. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Well, like like Cora, we were talking about, like Cora? is a is a real fan of Wings, right? And has watched, but like she can sit down and watch four episodes in a row if she wants to because of. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> Give her a round of applause for watching. <laughs> she finished Wings, everybody. She finished Wings. See, I watched, Give her a, round I of watched applause. a ton of Wings when I was in college because it seemed like on USA... It was just Wings 24-7 on the USA right. Network. It, really it was like, was. Yeah. no matter what time you turn on the TV, it was like, oh, this episode of Wings. This is a good one. I'd like to watch it again. It was, it was saturated. It, yeah. it, it shows made fun of it, of, of the fact that it was so ubiquitous, like the Simpsons yeah. reference. <laughs> yeah. Like Homer was watching Wings, Wings, Wings. wings. <laughs> so it was fun. 
But obviously, it was the type of fame and notoriety that <laughs> led to me being, uh, being uh, here at the improv. <laughs> and, <laughs> really? Thank you, young yes. man. Thank yeah. you. Stand up. Give this guy a hand. I believe in this man. That is a Give good him a button. I will yeah. get. I'll give him one. Right in his ass. <laughs> he's a good man. I like that he said it like he's ready to start a bar. <laughs> I'll tell you another thing. Twenty goddamn years, goddamn. You know what else was a great dunk? Charles and George. I'll fight you if you say it wasn't. God damn it. That's right, Willie Ames. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Whoa. Hey. All right. All right. I'll fight you. Um. That's, uh, <laughs> From its humble beginnings in Minnesota. To a worldwide brand that has taken the vape industry by storm, Jungle Nation presents The Glory Days. Whoa, 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 what was that? Um, I'm sorry? No, no, this is The Glory Days. This needs to be exciting. Uh... The Glory Days! This is not your grandparents' e-liquid company. We take the flavors you love and flip them on their flavor faces. Kiwi, lemon, lime, melon, blackberry. Are you freaking kidding me? Sound the alarm. It's a new flavor alert. Peach, orange, mango. Game over. These are some of the most well-rounded, clean, e-liquid flavors on the market. Following strict FDA guidelines and recommendations, Jungle Nations is taking the best of 42 fully registered flavors and bringing them to a local vape shop near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Must be legal age to purchase or use. Let these days be the glory days of tomorrow. Go to junglenation.com. That's J-N-G-L-Nation.com. Matt, you and me are both uh, stand-up comedians, and I know we both uh, say a lot of things that are uh, very offensive on a mm-hmm. regular basis. Do you ever have trouble sleeping at night? Uh, yeah, not because of things I say, though. It's just because I have lousy pillows. Oh, okay. So you don't have like a horrible feeling of guilt sometimes for the Never. awful things. Oh, that, well, that's nice. Never. I'm proud of the horrible things that I say to people. <laughs> that's No, that's good. That's a good way to yeah. be. Sometimes I, uh, I, I do have trouble sleeping, uh, or I did have trouble sleeping mm-hmm. until I got... This brand new pillow. What kind of pillow? I mean, this is next level stuff, Matt. This thing, this is a pillow. Uh, you've never seen a pillow like this because uh, until recently it did not exist. It's called the buttress pillow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is shaped like a butt, and it has little legs, and it's a it's uh, you got you're not gonna believe this. You gotta go check it out. The buttresspillow.com. So it's like your face rests on a butt. Your face is is pressed into a butt crack while the legs support your uh, mm-hmm. your neck and shoulders basically it's it sounds comfortable it is very comfortable uh it's ergonomic uh am i saying that right er- yes. ergonomic uh functional all natural and it's absolutely beautiful uh check this out this is this is from their website um soft but supportive with feeling with the feeling of a butt all right and the sweet spot is between the thighs and the cheeks which will gently cradle your head and support your neck great for side sleepers back sleepers and stomach sleepers it's squeezable slappable Face variable uh, relieves stress. You know, from having a long, horrible day. You've what? What do you want to do at the end of a long day? Put your head in a butt. That is a hundred percent right. Well, you could dress it up. You can dress it down. You want to throw you, some PJs? You convince me. So where do I go get one of these? You go to thebuttresspillow dot com. Thebuttresspillow dot com. That's t h e b u t t r e s s pillow dot com. 
Go to thebuttresspillow.com, Matt, and uh, get your sleep on. You'll have much better dreams. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, let's get uh, some uh, questions from the audience. Let's grab some questions. Who's got Stephen Weber questions? Whoa, look at that. Make hey, it a good question. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. There's a guy right there. There's a guy. Here's a guy. And no questions from the downer kid. What yeah, no guy? questions from the downer. <laughs> Have a nice um, question prepared, especially if you're in this area over here, right. you Dodgers. I know that's you guys. Right. You guys can do it. What I was the worst in injury she you've has ever one had? Too. All right. This, uh, right. this guy here. How sick have you ever been? What's your highest fever? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm sorry. No worries. Um, I was a big fan of the show Wings. and uh, No, he wasn't. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, I'm sure you have like many great stories from shooting that show, and I was just wondering if you could share like your favorite one, story. One great from, story? Yeah, well, one great story. The greatest from Wings. story, Stephen. Yeah, what is the share greatest the of greatest all stories? Story. The single greatest story from Wings. Well, <laughs> one stormy night. I, I, I wish I could have, I don't have a great story from Wings. I mean, we had lots of fun. We had lots of laughs. Tom Hayden Church was absolutely hilarious. And so frequently we, but these are not really interesting stories. I wish I had, <laughs> I, I, I don't have a great story. Whoever. Really but you know what? They're on, online, on the line, there are, uh, there are Wings bloopers. Yep. And if you're a fan of the show, The Wings, and it's, <laughs> it's on the computer machine, and they have great bloopers and outtakes, which are very funny, and, and that would, I mean, it, I was just, I'm just grateful to have been on that show. Yeah. It was, uh, it was if you go really on YouTube, great. you can find these 15-minute long blooper reels from every season. Uh, uh, kind of. And, yeah. Yeah. Almost every season. They're really yeah. funny, and, and if you're a fan of the show, you'll, uh, I'm sure yeah. you'll enjoy them very much. Bl- yeah, those are always fun to watch, especially if, like, if you're a fan, then yes. you're like, oh, shit, like, no. they were having a good time. Right, but if you're not this. a fan, you think, like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like who, are, who, who are these, who are these, these idiots that these keep ruining takes? affluent loser yeah. fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they keep ruining takes. The right? fuck they is no the discipline. matter with these guys? No discipline. Learn your fucking lines. <laughs> had pay them, I would do it right. Charles in charge. Uh, Charles next, in charge. Uh, next question we got from Dodgers up here. Question to hear. Yeah, Dodgers won tonight. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to kill you, Stephen Glick. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Right, go ahead. So my question is, I'm a Wings fan too and a fan of yours, but one thing I was curious about is you're wonderful at comedy, but when you play a really evil man, yeah. like you were in The Shining, yeah. I remember oh, that. Yeah. Awful. You were just terribly no. bad. <laughs> terrible so man. so bad. And... Um, Weren't you an iZombie as well? I was on iZombie, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. Really? I, I play all manner. Uh, for the last 15 How years, I've been do playing. That? Uh, well, I just channel Stephen Glickman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've, I've been playing. You're I've been playing unadulterated <laughs> evil. I've been playing douchebags in suits for about 15 years. <laughs> and I was on the show called Studio 60 where I played this. <laughs> I was going to say. Studio yeah. Head and I and iZombie, this kind of uh, Richard Branson kind of horror guy, and mm-hmm. The Shining. And then uh, on Ballers, I play a dickhead. And on Get Short, I play a horrible human being. I mean, and eventually I asked my shrink, what's <laughs> happening? And she was like, well, it's better to play it than to be it. <laughs> wow. I, I paid her her $7,000. <laughs> 
I walked out. It's weird. I mean, I but I always did like uh, villains. I always liked uh, you know monsters. A big monster movie fan. In fact, Leonard Maltin is here tonight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one of my one of my heroes. And uh, and he's written a lot of books and a lot of books with reviews and everything. And the thing that I always uh, gravitated towards were these the character actors and the the bad guys. And uh, and I just found myself playing. These guys are getting a little sick of it now, and a little worried. Uh, now I'm starting to play nicer guys again, which is nice. I just did a pilot with um, where I played Fran Drescher's husband, oh. and so it's very very Doing benign. the show with it's Dan, called Uninsured with Dan Levy. Uh, Dan Levy, that's right. Adam Dan's Pally, been on our Dan show, Levy. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's and that's uh, we did a pilot, hoping that's picked up, and uh, and you know I'm starting to play nicer guys again, but. Yeah, it's weird playing. Sometimes yeah, guys, people get fun. trapped, it's though, fun, doing stuff like that. I mean, get, like, I get what? Like, people get trapped. Like Tom Wilson was on the show. Right. And he got, I mean, after playing Biff, right. people were just like, you're Biff now. And he was like, go fuck yeah. yourself. I'm not Biff. And they were like, <laughs> you yourself. sound you're like Biff. You just Biff. told us yeah, to yeah. say, yeah. you just said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's right. You're still Biff. I'm like, look, yeah. you know, I, I, nobody forces you to be an actor. I'm very grateful for the fact that I've, I think I've gone past my expiration date. And so if I have to play bad guys, uh, I'm that's gr that's fine. You know, I, I, I think uh, I was about to say Bela Lugosi was fine with it, but he really wasn't. But, you know, Boris Karloff was cool with it. And uh, was he? Yeah, I guess he was. I think so. He's dead. Yeah. What yeah. difference does it make? Uh, but but uh, it, it, it's fun. It's a role and, and uh, you know, whatever it takes to uh, to keep me in beer, basically. <laughs> Hell yes. Got to do something. Well, uh, in Studio 60, your bad guy had like a redemption, kind of a good arc where he became a good guy towards the end. Yes, yes. He was, and, uh, the, he was the corporate bastard with a heart of gold, yeah. which, <laughs> of which they were all over the place, apparently. Yeah. That's what I'm giving to understand. Aaron Sorkin living in a fantasy land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show that really did not, uh, that was not given its due, in my opinion. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. It was a very expensive show to make, not because of the actors. The actors all took uh, a lot of low pay for the privilege of work. They did. Uh, I, I, oh, now, wait a second. Uh, the, uh, for the privilege of, of working on one of the on uh, an Aaron Sorkin show, but every every shot was so elaborate that it just cost a lot of money, and and uh, a lot of people had their knives out. I think. Yeah. For, and it, it came on at the same time. It was like the dramedy versus Thirty Rock that debuted the same. I, I think that was a year. kind of a, was an a erroneous little, comparison yeah. in a way. It's not yeah. like you know, they, they they can live in the same universe, obviously. Right, of course. But yeah. uh, I think people wanted to uh, wanted to kind of. Um, uh, you know, beat beat Pit up them. in a sense. Aaron Sorkin after his, uh, you know, his uh, his great success with uh, West Wing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, look, there there were some aspects of it which were not so, I guess, great. But uh, it could have used a second season to uh, get out the bugs. Yeah, I hey, think absolutely. Um, one of my uh, favorite things that you've done in your career, and, and it's got to been fucking ridiculous, and we can close on this. We'll play this clip. But oh, we're not closing is, on it. We're not closing well, on no, it. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> it depends on what it is. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know if we'll close on it. You tell me. Yeah. There yeah. are very few There are very Solid few things play, worth closing on. <laughs> okay. This may be it. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, you were in Dracula Dead and Loving uh, yes. It All right, with, with the on one that. and only Mel Brooks. <laughs> Which is unfucking believable. Yeah, I mean, that great. must have been incredible. What was that experience like? Uh, he with was him? a huge hero of mine, and uh, I auditioned for that uh, film and miraculously got it, even though my English accent was fucking horrible. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
it was it was a dream come true. And then later on, when I did the producers on Broadway, he uh, he became a friend. He and Anne Bancroft and Harvey Corman and all these legends, and uh, they were great great people. And I I was able to kind of observe Mel in real time, uh, the guy mm -hmm. that had the you know, the sobriquet funniest man in the world, mm -hmm. and he he wore that well. But also, he was a human being. It was really. It was really fantastic, and I will uh, toot my horn because at the AFI tribute for Mel Brooks several years ago, um, it was a big star-studded event. I brought my kids with me, and and um, uh, and they asked him, you know, what his favorite or what the funniest scene was, and of course it had to be something from Young Frankenstein or Blazing Saddles or The Bridges or something like that, producers. And uh, and he said, it's the scene with the Steven Weber gets staked in the heart and uh, rather he drives a stake through the heart of a vampire and uh, fire hydrant pressure of blood comes out and sprays him. And I'm sitting there thinking like, what is really, and I even, I took the measure of the room and there were all these very famous people, and even they were going like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Who? What? Not Gene Wilder? Not Terry Garr? Not, not Madeline Kahn? What? Uh, huh? And and she, and even my kid, my my young kid said, "Papa, that's you." <laughs> and, uh, we were shocked, and for a minute, and people sort of did a slow Papa. clap, like, "Oh." Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that was my big moment. So amazing. So that's my greatest wing story. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Steven Weber, let's play that clip right now. Really? He placed the point of the stake directly oh, wow. over her heart and hit as hard as you can. Wait! Now! Oh my God! So much blood! She just ate! <laughs> oh, she's still alive! Hit her again! No, no. I can't. How much blood can she have left? Oh. Go. She's almost dead. <laughs> She's dead enough. Oh. One more time for Steven Weber. Hey, wow, what a fun episode that was. Mm -hmm. um, what a great time. Steven Weber's so Such a cool. Good time. Yeah. He's so cool. Oh, Matt. He's like, he's one of those guys that like... I'm just, I've been a fan of for such a long time. I'm so happy that he finally did the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you it's know? like I've liked his work since, I mean, I used to watch Wings when it was on. Like we talked about then, I, when I was in college, Wings was on like five times a day on USA for what, it was like the Wings channel. Oh, and it was yeah. like, I watched so much Wings. I think it was my sophomore year of college where it was just like, that's all we watched because it was on all the time. And it was just funny. It's, he's a good actor. He he knows how to do comedy and drama, which is cool. You know, I you know what? When I wish we could get more Stephen Weber in, like I wish we could have more of Stephen Weber, like doing stuff. Is if he would, if I'd love for Stephen Weber to do some like animated stuff because he has mm -hmm. such a good voice. Yes, like doesn't he? Like he has such a great voice. Like if he were to do like 
some like I just want to see him like in something like dark and cool, like um, a movie like Coraline, maybe uh-huh. like something like that. Yeah, something along those lines where it's like one of those like dark, you know, yeah, really like a, edgy yeah. kind of scripts. Yeah, like a movie like Coraline would be. Yeah, good. that would be like the kind of thing you want to do, like because uh, he's so good and talented well there is that anime the legend of Korra, would be good too oh that would be great too yeah oh i'd be into that and we should try to make that happen um anyways hey you can always get me uh on twitter instagram youtube all those places at steven glickman s-t-e-p-h-e-n glickman oh hey also uh this episode we had tanya chisholm in the audience taking questions from people it was so much fun if you want to get her grab her on instagram at tan candy she's she's a a terrific uh terrific lady we love her so much uh what about uh what about you matt where can people find you you can find links to everything at funnymatt.com or if you're annoyed by me uh please let me know at mattwalkersucks.com and check out our website thenighttimeshow.com Yes, please do. And subscribe and share. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Oh.